0: Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, We got the fire whooshing in the background. Can you hear it? I'll give you a peek here. Got the fire. Got Pat McPhee. Game reps, which is certainly something. But normal bye week, you're out of there on Tuesday. So you miss Wednesday, Thursday, Friday yeah. practice. Well, bye weeks, yeah. period, fundamental period, full period, everything like that, and then you also miss a weekend of everything, and then obviously you come back the next week trying to catch it up, right? Pat so McAfee's talking about bye weeks. All the way through the full week. I don't think there's as much rust because you just missed the game. If that makes sense, AJ, do you feel that way? Yeah, I, I mean, it, in theory, yeah. all righty. Oh my goodness. Gerard Mayo, named as a Patriots head coach. Thought they might go for Mike Vrabel. But they named their first black head coach. That's very cool. And, yeah, maybe Mike Vrabel to the Seahawks. You know? That might be a thing. Seahawks need a coach. Gerard Mayo. Played for the Patriots. Let's see. He will be 38 next month. He's a Tennessee volunteer. Played for the Patriots exclusively. 08 to 2015. His entire career. And then inside linebackers coach 2019 to 2023 for the Pats. And now he's their new head coach. Very cool. All right. Let me type in... Vrabel... Seahawks. Come on, dude. Come on, Seahawks. I think there's definitely some... uh, Mike Vrabel to the Seahawks buzz dog I can't even describe how good I feel dude I felt like a different person yesterday (laughs) dude um the lord taketh away and then the lord giveth I had one of the worst nights of sleep in my entire life uh I guess that was Wednesday night and then I felt absolutely terrible yesterday. Just, just achy, super sore, just exhausted. But, you know, I powered through. And I went and got my money. Because I told my mother... <laughs> it sounds pretty cool, now that I think about it. I was like, I don't get paid to stay home. I'm going. <laughs> Dude, and I went, and I just toughed it out yesterday. It was such a long work day. Because for me, like it really exemplifies how great I'm always feeling. Like, like, including right now. Like, I'm always feeling really good. And, I mean, not to toot the horn of weed, but weed typically makes... It just makes you feel, like, a little better. But even yesterday, the weed could not overpower my, um, I just felt, sometimes you, if you just don't sleep at all, dude, sleep is crucial. Sleep is somehow underrated. Because, I don't know, I think people make it, (laughs) is it like a class thing or something? Like, if you're poor, you shouldn't be able to get as much good sleep because you're supposed to be working more. (laughs) Is that what it is? Like, somehow, that's, like, one of the things that I think people are just kind of dumb about. Is that they don't recognize that sleep is so important. Like, they're dumb about it, like how we used to start at 7 a.m., for high school why would we start at 7am why wouldn't we start at 9am <laughs> like so then people can get two extra hours of sleep I mean it only makes sense but it has something to do with you know like capitalism <laughs> like the competitiveness of our society like it even becomes competitive in, oh yeah, like type A people. That's another type A thing. Like type A is like being like, I can hold my bathroom. I don't have to go to the bathroom. I can hold it for hours. <laughs> and then also another type A thing is, uh, I only got three hours of sleep. <laughs> dude. And I'm like, dude, sleep is everything, dog. I got... I slept over 13 hours last night. I just came home, laid on the couch, popped on the Zags versus Santa Clara, which I now realize I don't even know who won that game because I was asleep. (laughs) But, um... Ooh, Santa Clara. Sorry for the spoiler alert. Dude, you tell me the Zags lost again? God, the Zags are terrible this year. Dude, the Zags haven't been this rough in a while. 77-76. Zags lost at San Clara on Steve Nash night. That's right. As I (laughs) I dozed off, I watched Steve Nash have a pleasant conversation with Sean Farnham and... uh, Was it Roxy Bernstein? I can't believe the Zags lost again. Um, Anton Watson, 32 points, 9 rebounds. 14 for 18 from the field. Nemhard had 21. Dude, they only played two people off the bench. Huff and Greg. Huff had 14 off the bench. Ben Gregg didn't even score. Stromer did not score. E.K. had five. Hickman had four. So they basically had... One, two, three, four guys. Four of their seven guys who played... Basically didn't contribute at all. Because they got nine points... Out of those four guys. So... That's crazy to think about. Yesterday's Zags game... It was all Watson, Nemhard, and then Huff off the bench. See, while as here's the scoring for Santa Clara 11 points, 10 points, 16 points, 17 points, 4 points, 0, 3, 2, 10, 4. But at least they played five people off the bench they have more depth the Zags have no depth this year yeah dude that's terrible <laughs> dude the Zags are 11-5 and five, and they're not going to be ranked Dude, even though the voters really want to have the Zags be ranked top 25 because the Zags are always ranked top 25 and they're 23rd now But they're not they just lost this game. They're not gonna be ranked after this one. Santa Clara is twelve and six. Oh my goodness, dude. Dude, I can't emphasize enough. Don't be type A. Um at where your sleep comes in. Just drink lots of water and get good sleep. So those are the two things in life I think that are most important for feeling good because i was a bit dehydrated last night as well cuz i was just so exhausted um i just couldn't do anything i didn't eat anything when i got home i literally just put my jammies on and then hopped on the couch turned on zeggs and then dozed off as steve nash spoke sweet hymns into my face <laughs> Dude, you could probably hear the difference between the podcast. I guarantee you can hear like from yesterday that I just did not. Dude, I had to dig deep yesterday. It was like, oh man. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. That was such a hard day for me. <laughs> Dude, I just dug deep. Like, I took a nap during my lunch. I was just like laying down and like putting the blanket over my face and like really just like my energy bar must have been at like under 20%. You know, for like video game characters, you got their energy bar, life health bar. It's the health bar. <laughs> Which sounds like something that you would get at Costco. (laughs) Let me get a 20-pack of them health bars. Dog. Dude, I'm telling you, dog. And it's kind of one of those things, sleep, where you kind of only notice it when you really don't get it. Like, if you, like, just don't... Like, I think Wednesday night, I literally think... I must have only slept, like... Maybe a couple hours Wednesday night. And I was, and then I don't know. I don't know if it was all the sleep. Um, I think it, dude, I literally think it is. I just think sleep is that important. And maybe just for me nowadays, like just since, just for my body specifically, I think sleep might be that crucial for my well being. Um I don't know. <laughs> and maybe it's like as you get older, like not that I'm old, but I'll be 31 in April. Like I bet like a decade ago I wouldn't have been super affected. And it would be like before I went through all my health stuff. Um yeah, like back when I was like 22, I could basically get like one hour sleep in a night and still, like... No, you would still feel, like, zonked. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I don't know. Like, I think if... Like, literally... There's, like, three things I would say. Maybe four things. If you're, like, the health department of the government or something. If you really want to help people be healthier, I would say... Get... A solid eight hours of sleep every night, at least. Eight plus hours. You might even need more. I don't know. Drink a ton of water. Go for walks. And eat less sugar. That's what I would say. I think all people would be healthier if they did those things. Dude. And speaking of going for walks... Dog, it's zero degrees out right now. And it's also like blustery out there. It's just rough, dude. I might get a walk-in this afternoon. I probably will. I don't feel like staying inside all day. Maybe at like 2 o'clock or something. Tromp down to Manto. At least it's sunny. It's beautiful out there blue skies <laughs> Dude, I just went outside just smoked a little weed see now see that's the thing now I can actually feel the effects of weed like yesterday I couldn't even enjoy the psychological benefits of weed because I was just like dragging myself through the day. because <laughs> it's my weekend now so I was just looking at it like 6.30 p.m. Is like the finish line, basically. I was like, I just have to make it to that, and then I just have to get myself home, park my car, and then get to that couch. <laughs> and that's exactly what I ended up doing. Um, Brett, uh, 15 minutes. I'm gonna take Brett, wants to do the pod right now, but I'm gonna say, Give me a few to talk about Jose Bautista. Haha <laughs> Give me a few minutes to talk about Jose Batista. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want to like break up the pod. I'd rather just talk about Bautista right now for a little bit. <clears throat> Dude, I'm telling you, it's not even a comparison. I feel so strong right now compared to how I felt yesterday. <laughs> Dude, it's because I can feel how my body, like, recovered and, like, basically replenished itself and just recharged. It's like I pl- I'm like an iPhone. And I plugged myself into the wall last night, dog. And I left myself plugged in all night, babe. <laughs> Dude, I felt... God, I felt good. The Jode Batista, right fielder and third baseman. Bat right, throw right. Six foot, 205. October 19th, 1980. Born in Santo Domingo, República Dominicana. He's now 43. Drafted by Pirates. 20th round. 2000 June amateur draft. From Chipola College, Mariana, Florida. Went to De La Salle High School Not De La Salle from the Bay Area. That's who Bellevue beat. They had their winning streak. And I was at that game, dog. Used to be known as Quest Field back then. Now Lumen Field was also Century Link. The Clink, where the Seahawks play. I was at that game. I believe it was 2004. J.R. Hasty had a huge game. Bellevue running back. I think it was 39-21. Bellevue kind of crushed De La Salle, who had won, I think they had won like 155 games in a row (laughs) or something like that, which is crazy, dude. Um, All right. April 4th, 04, debut at 23, 18,393rd player. Versus the Red Sox, 0 at-bats, 0 hits, 0 home runs, 0 RBI, 0 stolen bases. Final game, September 30th, shout out BMAC, 2018 at 37, nearly 38. Versus the Braves, 3 at-bats, 2 hits, 0 home runs, 0 RBI, 2 stolen bases. In this final game? (laughs) I don't know if I've ever seen multiple stolen bases in the final game. Especially out of Jose Batista Who's not necessarily known For being a base running threat Agent Jay Alou One rated or, um Related to Moses Moises Alu. The Alous The Baseball Alous The uh, Baseball Alou family um, Joey Bats, Of course Great nickname Tweet him, Bats 19 Send him this podcast. Also, if you're on Instagram, I don't have Instagram. And I, don't, I took the app off my phone. I do not. Actually, the only social media app on my phone is Facebook. Because I use that Facebook to... I promote the heck out of this podcast on Facebook. Mainly using Facebook groups. Which I'm pretty sure has been absolutely exploding my reach of this podcast. Because I have over 3,000 clicks on links from Facebook. And those are links to this podcast. So that's what I'm saying, dog. ArniePod just continues to grow. And I just continue to find new ways to promote it. <laughs> Dude, it's huge, dog. <clears throat> Six-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger, war number 14, 59, 27, 50, 7, 19, 23, 11, 12. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a guy wear that many numbers. Career war, 36.7, 6,051 at bats, 1,496 hits, 344 homers, 247 batting average. So, right off the bat, not that many hits. 15 seasons, 1,798 games. Um, So, he was with the Pirates. Here we go. So, oh my gosh. What? Dude, this is crazy. Dude, this is wild. So, '04, his rookie season, he played for the Orioles, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, as they were known, the Royals, and the Pirates. Dude, I don't know if I've ever seen a guy play for four teams in a season. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let alone his rookie season. Dog, that's wild. And then he was with the Pirates... Until midseason 08, went to the Blue Jays and he stayed with the Blue Jays till uh, 2018. Became a Brave. Second half of 2018, became a Mets and Philly as well. So he played for three teams in his final season and four in his first season. <laughs> Dog. That's why he wore so many numbers. Jose Batista was bouncing around the league, homie. So he scored 1,022 career runs. I don't want to keep Brett waiting too long. So I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon here. Because we got a podcast, our most frequent podcast guest. I wouldn't even really call Brett a guest of the podcast anymore. Like Brett has kind of become a part of Arnie Pod, I would say. Like, you can only do so much Arnie Pod until you become Arnie Pod. (laughs) Like, Brett is definitely, he is part Arnie Pod. All right. 312 career doubles, 17 triples, led the majors in home runs, back-to-back seasons, 2010 and 11, with 54 and 43. All-star seasons, 2010 through 2015, 975, career RBI uh, season high 124 in 2010 uh, four seasons over 100 RBI see only 70 career stolen bases for Jose Batista and yet two of those were in his final game dude Jose Batista might have the most interesting collection of just like weird stats Just weird stuff. 32 caught stealing. 1,032 career walks. He walked a ton. Led the majors in walks, 132, 2011. Led the league in walks, 110, 2015. Uh, To four seasons with at least 100 walks. Also struck out some... 1,394 career strikeouts, including 170 in 2017, his final season as a Blue Jay. But most of his seasons, he did not strike out 100 times. But that is a lot, though, that one season. <clears throat> uh, led the majors in slugging 608 2011. So. 2010 and 2011 were his two best seasons. That was his peak. uh, The early 2010s. Also led the majors in OPS 2011. 1,056. Also led the majors OPS Plus. For you OPS Plus subscribers. Who like to watch your OPS Plus built in. Your Pat McAfee. you like to watch OPS Plus. Man, how are you watching that OPS Plus? <laughs> uh, 182. That led the majors 2011. Led the majors total bases 351 in 2010. And led the league intentional walks with 24 in 2011. Also had 11 intentional walks in 2014. was fourth in MVP twenty ten, third in MVP twenty eleven, sixth in MVP twenty fourteen, eighth in MVP twenty fifteen. Silver slugger years were twenty ten, eleven, and fourteen. So the winner twenty eleven MVP Justin Verlander. Ooh, that'd be a good one. I'm pulling up him. I'm pulling up Verlander. I mean, we don't really know if he's retired. Oh. We don't know if he's retired yet, but um I'm guessing I think Verlander will retire. Let's see. Let's see. Verlander retire. Huh? No, there's no news about it. No, he definitely hasn't said he's doing that yet. All right. No, we'll do that one next time. Verlander. All right, so he won it that year. Wow. You don't see a lot of pitchers winning MVP. And then you got... Jacoby Ellsbury was second in MVP in 2011 for the Red Sox. Dude, you could have never guessed that. Nobody ever would have said Jacoby Ellsbury was in that position right there. (laughs) What? That's so random. Dude, that is random, dog. 31.2 career war for Ellsbury. 1,376 hits, 104 homers, 284 career batting average, one time All Star, two time World Series champ, one time Gold Glover, one time Silver Slugger, War number 46, 2 and 22. Jacoby Ellsberg. Of course, with the Red Sox, 07 to 013, and then to the Yankees, 014 to 017. That's kind of fun. That's another interesting stat. I wonder how many players in Major League history only played for two teams, those two teams being the Red Sox and Yankees. That would be something for Elias Sports Bureau to hop on. That would be a really cool stat to see. I'm guessing less than twenty players in Major League history have done that. Maybe less than a dozen players have only played for the Red Sox and Yankees. Um, Jacoby. So, that 2011 season. Let's take a look at it. Led the majors with 732 plate appearances. Had 119 runs. Had, so had a career high, season high in runs and hits, 212 hits, season high doubles, 46, five triples, season high in home runs, 32. Dude, his second most home runs in a season being 16 in 2014, his first season as a Yankee. Hmm, not like that's. Maybe a little suspicious, you know, (laughs) that, you know, that he only had over, he only had double digit home runs in one other season, and yet somehow he had 32 home runs in 2011. I mean, his only saving grace is that that was kind of like post steroids era, 2011 but um, I'm a little skeptical of that. <laughs> How do, you, dude? He hit one third of his career home runs in that one season. That's a little weird, right? He had 105 RBI in 2011, the most RBI, his second most in a season being 70 in 2014. Uh, he was a huge stolen base guy. 343 career stolen bases. 71 caught ceiling, only 39 stolen bases in 2011, 15 caught ceiling. He had 70 stolen bases in 09 and 12 caught ceiling. 52, so 70 led the majors. 52 stolen bases led the majors in 2013, final season with the Red Sox. Boston, Jacoby, Aylesbury. <laughs> 52 stolen, only four caught ceiling that year. And then 08, he led the league with 50 stolen bases, 11 caught ceiling. And only 399 career walks for Ellsbury. His most in a season being 54. So Ellsbury, Jacoby was not a patient hitter. Did not have a great eye. But also never struck out 100 times in a season, 98 being the most, 737 career strikeouts, 342 on base for Jacoby, so that is 58 points higher than his batting average, representative of his lack of walks, so that's not very good for on base. 760 career OPS 103 for you OPS Plus subscribers Led the majors with 364 total bases In 2011 2023 total bases Well, That's a fun year <laughs> 2023 baby On his career <clears throat> And he was third In rookie of the year in '08. Who finished ahead of him Longo. Evan Longoria. That'd be another good one. I should pull up Longo. Is he retired by now? Dude, Longo's still playing. He's 38 years old. That's right. Longo was a D-back last year. Let's see what Longo's numbers look like. He batted 223 last season. He had eleven home runs, twenty-eight RBI, nine doubles. Okay. So wouldn't it wouldn't be shocking. <clears throat> Let's look up Evan Longoria retire. Would not be shocked by that. Um He said. No. I mean, No, there's no news about – he was pondering retirement after the 2022 season, but he obviously didn't retire. Yeah, so Longo might be back at 38. Verlander might be back at – Verlander is about to be 41 next month, February 20th. Dude, is Verlander going to come back? At 41 Right now he's signed Through 2024 So yeah I'm guessing he probably is coming back Dude His contract is two years 86.67 million (laughs) Okay I'm guessing he's gonna come back (laughs) It's all about the money Just like me yesterday I'm all about the money I'm like, I'm just going to get myself there, dog. If I'm on my two feet, I'm going to be fine. (laughs) Dude, it was so hard though. It was so, it just shows how easy it is when you're feeling like 100%. Like to just, even just to do the cashier stuff, to just talk to people all day and be standing there and doing stuff and talk, dude, talking all day. Is exhausting. (laughs) Dude, I was like feeling drained yesterday. But like I said, dude, dude, is that Tom Hanks? (laughs) That guy looks like Tom Hanks. But I'm guessing Tom Hanks is not on Pat McAfee talking about Dolphins Chiefs. Unless he's doing a character for an upcoming movie. Maybe he's in character. He's playing Adam Schefter. <laughs> Dude, they should definitely come out with an ESPN movie. But like a um like fictionalized version. Dude, right? How do they not do that? Come on. You gotta come out with the ESPN fictional God, that'd be a great movie. Alright. I'm keeping my buddy Brett waiting too long here. So, um <laughs> Alexi Ramirez was second for the White Sox in that AL Rookie of the Year 08. He played 08 to 2016, had 1,387 career hits. Dude, everyone we've talked about today has had about 1,400 career hits. <laughs> the Cuban Missile is Alexi Ramirez's nickname. Out of Pinar del Rio, Cuba. 115 career home runs, bad 270, 249 doubles. Um, all right. Wait, did I say? Did I mention how many triples? Did I say Jacoby had 47 career triples? including leading the league with ten triples in oh nine. So he had ten triples, seventy stolen bases that season. That's good speedy guy numbers right there. And he batted three oh one that season. See? People thought he Jacoby Ellsbury was one of those like did not live up to the expectations kind of guys. Uh, Oregon State. That's right. He was a beef. Yeah. Because back in like '09, people thought this guy's going to be great. And then 2011, people thought, okay, this guy's definitely going to be great. He just blasted 32 homers and 105 RBI. And we thought he was a speed guy. So 2011... I mean, he turned 28 that season, September 11th, his birthday. Not easy to remember that one. (laughs) He's like, guys, guys, never forget my birthday. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, so he was um, 28 that season. So he turned 25 his official rookie season. So he's kind of a late bloomer. But, um... And Jacoby was drafted by the Devil Rays, as they were known back then. Oh, but then that was the 2 draft out of Madras, Oregon. But then he went to Oregon State and was drafted in 5 First round, 23rd pick out of Oregon State by the Red Sox. Takobi Bellsbury or Chief are his nicknames. (laughs) Wait, Takobi (laughs) Bellsbury? Dude. Okay, that's Jim Cantor is the guy I thought was Tom Hanks there. I'm all over the place right now. Dude, what kind of nickname is Takobi (laughs) Bellsbury? Oh, like Taco Bell. Okay. Dude, what kind of stoner came up with that nickname? Dude, what kind of stoners are editing (laughs) baseballreference.com? Nobody ever called Jacoby Ellsbury Tacoby Bellsby. That's such a joke. That's so funny. I'm so happy I saw that. God, that's funny. All right, so... We did. That's Jacoby Ellsbury. Anything else about Jose Batista before we wrap him up here? Let's see. I got to get to Brett. I'm making Brett wait. 80 hit by pitches on the career of Jose Batista. 170 grinded in double plays. 23 sacrifice hits slash bunts. 58 sack flies. And 58 intentional walks. Dude, not very many sack flies on the career. But more than double the amount of sack bunts, though. So he's one of those sack flies guys instead of sack bunts. I bet Jacoby Ellsbury is a sack bunt guy. Let me just check that. Ooh, 21 sacrifice hits slash bunts. 32 sack flies for Jacoby, for Tacoby Bellsbury. ha <laughs> ha. Alright Alright There we go baby Uh, I'm gonna get to Brett now Sorry to my buddy Brett Dude it's cause I'm feeling So good right now compared to yesterday Days like yesterday It just puts everything In perspective I'm like I'm so thankful For like feeling Like good Basically all the time because then when you do have, like, a day like that, you're like, God, it's, it's nice to feel good. <laughs> like, I can, like, think straight. I can, like, I just feel strong again. It's just good, dude. Dude, be thankful for your health. I mean, I can't emphasize it enough, dude. Don't take that stuff for granted, dog. Smile, baby. But honestly, I was feeling, like, more authentic yesterday. Because I was, like, really struggling through the day. So I was actually, like, being, like, real with customers, if that makes sense. Like, versus usually I'm just, like, kind of, like, floating through the day. Because, like, I don't, like, feel my body all day. (laughs) Because you can really only feel your body when you're, like, in pain. So, um... Yeah, it really brought me back to earth yesterday. And I was like using customers as like, you know, like um, they were helping me basically. Like they were helping me get through the day. Like the honestly, like smiling at people yesterday was like literally giving me like strength. Dude, so that's another thing. You see people who look like they're not in good shape. People who are like struggling like you know the pe- like people who literally have to struggle through every day because of health stuff, then um it's good to smile at those people. I think those people want your smiles, dude, because it gives them strength. I'm telling you, dog, because when I feel like a hundred percent, I'm like I'm just like, these people are fake <laughs> I'm like up in my head more like I wasn't up in my head at all yesterday. But, um, yeah, that's, I guess that was the one good thing about yesterday was that it really just brought me to my tooth, back to where my feet are. Um, yeah, dude, smiling at people gives them strength. It literally gets them through the day because yesterday was just a I'm getting through the day kind of day. It was the truest definition of get that paycheck. And then I'm just going to make it through this one for the money. (laughs) I just want my full paycheck. And I'm just going to tough it out, dog. All right. Now I'm going to text Brett back. Me and Brett are going to do this pod now. Have a great day. Enjoy the pod that me and Brett do. Thank you. Thank you. Listen to old Arnie pod. And God bless. And I love you. Get some good sleep. I'm telling you, dude, sleep is everything. (laughs) Get your sleep and drink lots of water. And be good to people. And be good to yourself. Bye.